to go. Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is a blessing to be back in the house of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says there are two or three gathered in his midst. We have gathered. Amen. He is in the midst. Amen. We have Elder Bazaar, the watchman on the wall, on with us tonight. Amen. This is Randy Love Ministry. I am Tim, the overseer, and we're fixing to get into some eschatology teachings. Amen. We're going tonight. I'm going to talk about various different things, amen, because I've been kind of looking over some some scriptures this past week. So I'm going to be freestyling a little bit, amen. It's been a been a challenging week, but nonetheless, amen, God has the victory. I thank him for giving me the strength to continue to be on tonight. Amen. amen. I thank the Most High God for my brother being on, amen, with me as we continue this this mission to save souls and to grow God's kingdom. We pray for those that are listening, those that are tuning in at this hour. Amen. We're going to be on. All right, Amen. All right. God has given me the strength. I thought I was going to be on only for an hour tonight, but God has given me the strength to go ahead and produce an hour and 30-minute show. Plus, I have my brother on here with me, so we're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Without further ado, we're going to have him to say a prayer. We're going to come back with some scriptures. We're going to jump right into it. Amen. All right. Go ahead, all right. Doctor. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight thanking you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. We thank you for Brother brother Tim in the name of Jesus, Lord. We are here for one reason, that is, to tell the world what's getting ready to happen. Amen. Tell the world that Jesus Christ is coming back again. Tell the world Jesus Christ still saves. He can save to the uttermost. Tell the world that there's no other name given under heaven whereby men can be saved. Lord, we're not here for show. We're not only here for publicity. We're only here to tell the world, wherever somebody's listening, that there, there is a great jeopardy of your soul today. If you're not saved, we want to recognize that the word of God is true, and there's no other person that you can receive salvation but the name of Jesus Christ. And we're going to lift up the name of Jesus this afternoon and give him the praise because he's worthy of all the praise. Go with us, Father, that we'll speak your word, nothing but your word, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, brother. Amen. All glory be to the most high, brother. Thank you for that prayer. We're going to go ahead and jump right into it because I believe the faster we get into it, it gives us a little bit more time to preach this gospel. Amen. Before I get started in the word tonight, amen, I want to go ahead and and, uh, I say I'm going to do it twice per show. Amen. Because I believe that um, we're getting closer and closer to the return of Christ. We don't want no body to be lost this Come is your opportunity amen there is no uh purgatory there is no second chance after you take your last breath and close your eyes on this side of life which yeah. we call the natural side of life amen yeah. there is no second chance spiritual rinse. all that you've done will be judged amen you will be judged at the bama seat of christ which that's the that's the judgment that you want to be at is the Bama seat. Or if you don't accept Christ in this world, you will be at the great white throne judgment. And let me tell you, boy, boy, you don't want to be at the great white throne judgment. Amen. Especially after Come on now, preacher. In the word, amen. Especially after reading some of the things that I've been reading and studying in the Bible, you do not want to be there. The Bible describes hell and the lake of fire and brimstone as a great terror. Amen. In fact, Yes, it was sir. such a great terror that um, when the angel, uh, when Enoch visited heaven, 
amen, in the spiritual form, when he was called up into heaven in the spiritual form, the angel showed him certain things. He had questions about some of the things that he had seen in heaven. Amen. He had shared some things about his experience, and one of the things that, that, that really that he feared the most was mankind being lost. Amen. Some of the things that he witnessed, he witnessed hell. And he also witnessed, amen, the, the, the place of fire and brimstone was a dark place of torment yeah. where souls will go. Lost souls will go for all eternity. There all is no eternity. break. Amen. All eternity. There is no break. This is no joke. What We know that uh, we've met people, we hear people. Even on social media, we still hear people mock God and say that the things that are in the Bible are a joke or people are just taking it for life. And I highly encourage you. Amen. That that you don't take it for lightly. Amen. On, I know that you. that uh, I have to admit this that the church, uh, in some ways, has failed people to teach people, and they've had the chance to save souls. They fail by not focusing on teaching God's word, by not focusing on showing love and rightly dividing the word. Amen. The church has failed. Amen, in some not completely, but the church has failed. We have to acknowledge that. Uh, we see it in our community. We see the poverty. And, and the, the drugs and prostitution and just the lack of teaching, amen, in our community. Amen, really, really amen. Our communities, amen. But we are here to tell you the truth. Again, we don't want no one to be lost. So let me go ahead and let you know how, how do you become saved. Amen. Let's go ahead and get Come right on. to it. How do you become saved? First place I want to call your attention to is the book of Ephesians. Let's go there real quick. Okay. The book of Ephesians. Amen. 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 And this is salvation from sin. This is how you could be saved. I want you to know that that there's nothing that you could do to become saved other than to confess. Amen. If you believe that salvation is by works, amen. Amen. That is not that's not according to scripture. Amen. Let's just say that. Amen. Let's just keep it nice. Amen. That's not according to scripture. Amen. Ephesians, the second chapter, verse 4, I'm going to read it. Ephesians 2 and 4. It All says, right. but Yahweh, who is rich in mercy, that means he has a lot of mercy. If you're rich in something, that means you have a lot of it. He's rich in mercy. For his great love wherewith he loved us, meaning that God would give you so many chances. So when you stand before God, if you don't get saved before you leave this world, and you have to stand before God in Christ at the great white throne judgment, there ain't going to be no, oh, God, I didn't know. Didn't nobody come and talk to me and tell me that you was God? Didn't nobody tell me to get saved? There's not going to be none of that. God has given you chance after chance after chance after chance. You know right from wrong. Amen. You know right from wrong. You know yeah, that there's you a God in heaven. I don't care what nobody teach you and lie to you about. I'm, I, I consider in, in a test before I got saved just over 23 years ago, amen, that there were numerous of times people came to me and witnessed to me. People have died before me, amen. People we knew we, there was in car accidents took, took young lives. And, and I felt God, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit calling me to come forward to get saved when I saw other people go up and get saved, and I was just sitting in my seat trying to be cool, trying to be hard, uh-huh. and, uh-huh. and it's not worth it. Amen. It's not worth it. Come to Christ. 
Give your life to God. Amen. You're not cool enough to get into heaven. Don't think that you are because you're not. You ain't cool. You ain't that cool. You ain't that Come cool on, that, preacher. That, that you're going to miss hell. You ain't that cool and popular that you're going to miss the lake of fire. It's Come weighing on. on you if you reject God. Now, watch what the scriptures say. Verse 5 says, even when we were dead in sin, Amen. I was dead. All right. I have to be the one of the first to admit, just like Paul said, I was the greatest among you. Paul Come on, preacher. killed believers of God, of the church. Amen. Amen. I was the same All way. Right. I was raised in church. My dad was a pastor. My mother played the piano. I was raised in church. I knew better. But still, I wanted to run the streets. I wanted to chase and do what Tim wanted to Come do. Come on, preacher. Amen. I was dead in my sins. And at the time, I, it was seen that I was unredeemable. I didn't want to hear nothing about God. I thought I knew I was raised in church. I felt like God was going to give me enough time. I said, man, I got plenty of time to get saved. Leave me alone. Uh-huh. I get saved when I get older. That that was my goal. Uh-huh. Man, I'm going to run and have fun and throw it up and throw it back and, and chase and have fun. Do what I wanted to do, chase women. Amen. That's All what right. I wanted to All do. Right. I said, man, I was going to chase and get married when I got old. When I can't, when I ain't no good <laughs> to nobody, Come on. I'm going to use myself up. I, I'm just going to let the devil have his way and have fun. But, see, that's how the devil gets you. That's how, that's how the devil, he play them games, he trick you and deceive you until death comes. That's, that's it. All he that's it, brother. He's tricking you. He's playing you. Thinking, making you think it's going to get greater later. And all he wants to do is just keep you in the world until death comes. Amen. Come on, preacher. Amen. Amen. So I was dead in my sin. Now watch what the second part of verse 5 says. It says, Hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved. So you see in verse 4 and verse 5, he has mercy and he has grace. Amen. Amen. So one Amen. He loves you. Amen. That's why he's merciful, because he don't want to see you perish. And All because right. his grace, and because his ultimate sacrifice of son, which I did not deserve to be saved, because I was born in sin. Amen. But he loved me so much that his yeah. mercy yeah. did not allow me to not have a chance to become saved before it was too late. And let me tell you right Ooh. now, ladies and gentlemen, I am so grateful to God, the Heavenly Father, Yahweh, for his grace and his mercy for saving me. I cannot Come begin on. to tell you that the souls that after the stroke of midnight have died on this planet. Come on, In the hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, up, we ain't even at the, 12th, uh, the 24th hour yet. So many souls have been lost. So many people have died this day. Wish that they can come back on, in this life and get saved. Amen. They, they 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 closed their eyes on this side, woke up on the other side, woke up in hell. Lord, how mercy. Lord, how mercy. A lot of people have probably died through from car accidents. People have been killed. People have been murdered. These things happen so many minutes and so many seconds throughout the day, kidnapped and killed. People are murdered. Just the, the devil is just just. Going ransacking, yes, sir. yes, yeah, ramsacking, bro. There you go, just taking souls off this earth. Verse six says, "And hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places 
in Christ Yeshua. That in the ages to come, be come my, I'm sorry, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in, in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus, Yeshua. Amen. Amen. This is, this is the type of God we serve. He's full of grace. Amen. Great. So, Great. Much, so much richness that you're going to get. One of the main things you're going to get, you're going to get eternal life. You're going to get to live for all eternity. Not only that, he's going to give you a brand new body. You're not going to have to wash it every day. You're not going to have to mm-hmm. feed it every day and drink. Mm-hmm. You're not going to ever get mm-hmm. tired or weary. You won't need to sleep. You're going to be like, what is sleep? The angels don't need to sleep. That's how powerful mm-hmm. God is going to make you in this next life. Now watch this. Now watch verse 8. eight, eight verse 8 and 9 are key verses. I want you to pay close attention. Now it says, for by grace are you saved. How are you yes. saved? You're saved by God's grace. All these folks out here boasting and, 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 and boasting and bragging, talking about they didn't save themselves and, 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 and talking about you can fall from salvation. See, that, that type of nonsense is, is the wrong type of teaching. You can't save yourself, so stop boasting and bragging. Christ died on the cross. I didn't die on the cross. You didn't die on the cross. Christ died for our sins. And because he died for our sins, you have received salvation and eternal life. Notice that it says it is the gift of God. Now watch what it says. It says, for by grace you are saved, and that not of yourselves. Amen. So you can't save yourself. It is a what? Gift. So it's a gift. So if he gave you salvation, if he gave you eternal life, he gave you salvation, meaning that you, for one, you got it for free because Christ paid the price. I didn't pay yes, the price. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And who gives the gifts and take it back? See, you can't take a gift back because if you take a gift back, it was never a gift to begin with. You never Come gave on, it a gift for you to keep for all eternity. I don't give my wife something with the intent to take it back. No matter what she may do or how she may feel, it's still a gift that I gave to her. Same with me. No matter what I may do, she still gave me the gift. It's your gift. It's the same thing with our children. You give a gift. Amen. God doesn't give you something and take it back. That is not how God works. Amen. Now watch what verse 9 says. It says, not of works, least any man both. That's right. That That's right. Bragging. We don't have a right to brag of our salvation. Me no, and we don't no. have a right to, to snub people and stick our nose up in the air and stick no, our chest out you. like you've done something. Because let me tell you right now, if you was to get hit with one of them stripes that Christ took, I Come guarantee on, you, you'd give Come salvation on, back. I guarantee you, if they was to hit you in your back and rip the skin off your back, tear off the meat from your Come flesh, on, you say, no, sir. They're going to die for them sins. Amen. They're going to have to pay for their own sins. Amen. Own sins. You know why? Because we don't have that type of love that God has. God has unconditioned love. Amen. Love. He has spiritual love, agape love. He has love that like, like, like no other love in existence. Because you want to know why? The scripture says God is love. That's love. All he is, and that's what he is. He is love. Amen. He ain't funny Amen. and fake like some of us could be sometimes. You know how we can be. We can be in our feelings. We get in our attitudes. And sometimes we don't want to help people and do for people. Amen. But God is not Amen, there. Amen, brother. 
Amen. Now watch this. Verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Yeshua, unto good works, which Yahweh hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. A few more scriptures before I turn it over. Romans ahead, 10, 9 and 10. You may say, well, brother, how do I become saved? I want to become part of the kingdom of God. I do not want to miss out. I don't want to be left behind when the sky crack open. I definitely don't want to go to hell, and I don't certainly don't want to go to the lake of fire. Romans, amen, brother. Amen. Our glory be to the most high. This is the Holy Spirit teaching you. I'm just a vessel willing to be used. Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 9 says, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Yeshua and shalt believe in thine heart that Yahweh hath raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved. You see how simple it is? That's all you got to do. Confess with your mouth and believe, in, believe with your heart. Well, what is that equal to? That's equal to you telling your mom, your dad, your children, your brother, your sister, amen, that you love them. And because amen. you love them, you got to confess it. I got to tell my family that I love them. I tell my kids all the time, I love you because why? I, I confess with my heart. And I have to speak it into existence. I got to speak it so it may manifest, so that my love may show. It's the same thing with God's salvation. If you want to be saved, you don't have to go to no church. You don't have to go before no special priest or pastor or nothing. Don't believe that stuff. You get saved anywhere. Anywhere. As long as you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you get saved right now on the spot. Faster than you can think. Faster than you can blink, the Holy Spirit will enter into your body, and you have been saved. Amen. Amen. Now, Amen. I want to I I go somewhere real quick. I want to get into Revelation and eschatology teaching. I have to open up the doors of the church early because I want you to know before and after the show what you got to do to be, become saved. Amen. So I want you to receive this message and receive this word. Go with me to Revelation, the 16th gotcha. chapter. Amen. Yeah. And I'm going I'm to try to fit in the 40, 144,000. We're going to try to talk about them today. But I want to talk to you about the seven vials of wrath, amen, that's going to come, come on, down on this planet soon to come down on this planet. So what I'm going to do first, amen, I'm going to turn over to the brother before I do. I'm going to read to you Revelation, the 16th chapter, the first verse. Then... Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read some scriptures in, in Revelation 16 chapter. The first one I want to start with, really, I'm going to start, start with the verse 1. Let's start that. All right. Verse 1 says, And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels, Go your ways and pour out the vials of the wrath of God upon the earth. Amen. Now, I want you to know that at this time, if you have confessed with your mouth and believe in your heart today, right now, or any time in the past and you're still alive, we as a church won't be on the earth during this time. We will be gone. No way. And, and it's funny, brother, because I keep seeing people on social media, some of these people so-called call themselves believers. I find it so hard to believe that they are believers because they still believe that the church is going through the tribulation. I read somewhere where somebody was saying that, Nowhere in the Bible does it say that, that God uh-huh. is going to uh, – yeah. I think they think they're trying to be funny. They said there's no nowhere in the Bible that God say he's going to magically pull us out before the tribulation. 
I said, well, they must have been reading the Bible. It must be. It must got a Mickey Mouse Bible. Amen. Come on. But I got I, I got a King James Version Bible that tells Amen. me over, over in the Book of Thessalonians. Let me see if I can find it real quick. That what Paul? No, the Book, the book of Corinthians. That, that, that's where the first Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter. That's where it says. I'm, yeah, I'm there right here. I'm looking at it. Amen. And I'm gonna read this to you. I'm trying to try to move a little. First Corinthians, the fifteenth chapter, verse. Uh, I'm just gonna read verse fifty-one and fifty-two. All right. Paul said, "Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we, but shall, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye." At the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and yes. we shall be changed. Amen. So I don't know how this so-called person missed that. I'm like, how, how did you miss that to say that, that basically just to say that, that the church is going to go through the tribulation? I don't know how you missed that. If you go to First Thessalonians, the fourth chapter, amen, I'm going to read you. Uh, verse 15 and 16 says, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming yes. of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, which is in conjunction to First Corinthians, the 15th chapter, verses 51, 50 through 52 that I just read you. It said, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a voice right. of the shout, with the voice of the archangel. Yes, sir. And with the trump of God, and the dead yes. in Christ shall rise first. Then we yes. which are alive and remain shall be caught up. There it is right there. How, there how did this person miss it? Some folks just be talking and do no study, no research. How could you miss that? What is that? What is Paul talking about that we should be caught up? Well, apparently this Paul is, is referring to, this was called the great mystery. Amen. That that the early yes, church, some of them missed this. Amen. That not all of them, but it's believed that some of them missed this, and that the early churches missed this. It said that that then we shall, then we which shall which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with with them and the clouds. Mm-hmm. So who is them? The saints of God, those that are passed on that are in the graves. And and then us, Amen. Uh, to meet them in the clouds, the Lord, and together with them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so yeah. shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, yeah. comfort one another with these words. Yes. How did they miss that? Amen. I'm going to read this real quick. Go, Go ahead, back brother. to Revelation 16, chapter verse 21. I'm going to come back and I'm going to go through these scriptures, but. It's important that we don't miss this. Amen. The Bible says that God is going to keep us from the hour of temptation. That's Revelation yes, 3 and 10. Look it up. However the way you want to put it, it don't matter to me. I happen to believe in the, the great caught up. I believe in, in, in being caught up. That Christ, God, Christ is going to bring home the church. We're going to be caught up in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. I believe that. Amen. I don't Amen. nothing else. And if you don't want to believe that, know that God made a promise to the church that I will keep you from the hour of temptation, which is the tribulation and the great tribulation. It don't matter if you think we're going to be on the earth, in the earth, around the earth, whatever you think, we will not go through the most horrific time in the history of mankind. We will not be here. Amen. Now I want to read this. 
Amen. Amen, Doc. I want to read this real quick then. Go ahead, come bro. Back. Revelation 16 and 21. It says, And there fell upon men a great hell out of heaven. Every stone about the weight of a talent, that's about 100 pounds, amen, and men blaspheme Yahweh because of the plague of the hell. For the plague thereof was exceeding great. And yeah. you all have been listening to the show for about two or three years now. If you remember, I told you about a dream that I had a long time ago, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. It's after I've been saved. I'll never forget this dream, brother. I'll never forget it. I'll never All right. It. it was this dream that I had. The sun was shining, and then all of a sudden some clouds came. And these great giant hailstones hit the earth. They drummed on the earth. And, but, but before they drummed, it was like this trumpet would blow. And when this great trumpet would blow, the, this hell would just beat on earth. I mean, Tom, these things were huge. Just like it said, it weighed about 100 pounds. Just be, now, you know if hell balls the size of a softball or, or a base could break a windshield or crack a windshield in your car, can you imagine what the size of a basketball or bigger could do? That could kill you falling from the sky. Lord have mercy. And brother, yeah. I'm telling you, we, for whatever reason, me and my family, and I, you know, I was in a dream, so I didn't look behind me. So I just knew my family was with me. But I'll never forget how we were protected from this storm. And just the people that was, that was just dying. I said, Lord, have mercy. You could take it the way you want to take it. But I believe that God shows us things for a reason. It's not to be taken lightly. This time will come and visit us. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It, it's going to come. Don't, don't you dare think that there's not going to be great earthquakes, that, that there's not going to be uh, blood in the lakes, blood in the sea, that you're not going to be able to drink water. It's going to be fire raining down from heaven. A third of the grass is going to be burnt up. Lord, have mercy. Starvation yeah. is coming. We already see the prices of food is right. Everybody's complaining about that. I'm complaining about food. Every time I go to the store, brother, I'm spending 50 to 70 bucks, and it don't seem like I have nothing but a handful of food. Come on. The time Come on. The time is coming. It's time it's coming. out to, to, to stop wishing that things go back to the way it was. Because I'm going to tell you right uh, now, and I'm going to you if you are a believer in Christ, you're not concerned about going back to yesterday because you want to know why. We're about to be free. We're about to free. Be, we're about to be called free. home to the Lord. You're about to be free. free of sickness, pain, stress, distress, your job. You're about to be free of folks that that that's number troublemakers. Oh, man, we're about to be with Christ for all eternity. Go ahead, doctor. Go ahead. Ooh, ooh. Let me tell you, this is this is the last hour. Few days, few months. We are really in a situation, and I want to let you know, those that's listening out there, God is love, as the brother said. He is true love. He is wonderful love. He's extravagant love. His long suffering love. His love beyond my mind can comprehend. And you know, it's going to be an awful thing to realize that God loves you so much. He loves you so much. He loves you so much that He gave, He gave. He gave his only begotten son. Realizing, 
realizing that man was born, he was born in sin. He could not help that he was born in sin. It was because of Adam and Eve betraying the word of God and disobeying God and sin. Sin fell up on every man, every human being, every, every human being that ever was born, sin came into their lives. They were shaken and they looked like it. They walked like it. And guess what? God said, I know what Lucifer done. You know what Lucifer done? He betrayed mankind to destroy man. And man accepted what Satan had for them. And now People ought to realize that Satan is real. Satan is a dog. The dog is a pig. The pig is a rat. He's no good. He's after what? He's after what he cannot receive. Man can receive salvation. Man can be saved. Man can be redeemed. Man can be brought back in the relationship with God. But Satan cannot be redeemed. He cannot be saved. He cannot Accept the blood of Jesus Christ because the blood of Jesus Christ is a repel against him. The blood of Jesus Christ can literally destroy the works of the devil. And that's the only thing that can cleanse man's soul. And that's why Satan, that's why Satan, that's why Satan is after your soul if he can keep you away from the cross. Oh, my God. If the devil can keep you away from Jesus Christ, He's got your soul, and he wants your soul. He'll do anything to keep your soul under the curse, under the lies, under the bigotry, under the hatred. If he can keep you under that and you die, and Come you on, die God. without redemption, ooh, and like the brother said, church going mm-hmm. is good. I don't have nothing against church going, but don't let mm-hmm. church going convict you I mean, uh, 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 make you feel just because you go to church service that you are going to go to heaven. That's a lie. You can't go. You can't go. I don't care if you can be. you You can go to church every Sunday, and you can stay in the church for years. Just stay inside the church. That is not required and have power enough to redeem your soul. The only thing. Ooh, the only thing that can redeem your soul is the blood of Jesus Christ. I, people can't get the hold of that because the devil won't let them get a hold of it. They'll bring every other religion, every other deity, every other cult religion, every other denomination. Some say, I'm saving, I got this. Other Baptists say, they got this. The Pentecostals say, they got this. None of them ain't got nothing unless they come to Jesus Christ. That's right. Jesus That's right. Christ said, I am. I am. No other. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can get to the Father but by me. So if you want to be saved, if you want to come to Christ, if you want to be redeemed, if you want to be sanctified, if you want to be justified, you got to come through Jesus Christ. I'm going to let you know, the world is not going to get no better. No way. Every day, the world is getting worse and worse and worse. There's no way to escape. 
You cannot escape through the recreation. You can't escape through sports and field and all kinds of programs. You can't escape through the preacher. You can't escape through right. your money. You can't escape through your prosperity and all this. And I don't mind you being prosperous, but let me tell you, is your soul prosperous? Now, the only way your soul can be prosperous is through Jesus Christ. Oh, look over here. Look over here. Right. And these people, these people going around here. Woo! Talking about there ain't no rapture. Talking about there's a post rapture. Talking about there's a uh, there's a mid post rapture. All this stuff is garbage. Jesus Christ is coming to get His church, whether you like it or not. He's coming to get those that have accepted Him. The only way that you can accept Him is Romans ten and nine. If you confess with your mouth, if you confess with your mouth and believe, I mean, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ that Amen. God raised Him from the dead, and on the third day morning He got up out the grave with all power in heaven and in earth in His hand. Don't you know right. the world is getting ready to switch over to AI? Don't you know we're going to the robotic system? Don't you know we're going for a cashless system? Don't you know that we're headed for a time like never before? The only ones that's going to see the tribulation are those that's left here after the rapture. And those that will go through the tribulation will be those that we got saved after the rapture. Jesus Christ didn't call us to wrath. He didn't call us to punish us because we accept Jesus Christ, because if you accept Jesus Christ, there's no punishment. Why? Because he took our punishment, and those that receive Christ are saying in their spirit and saying in their Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, right. for taking the wrath that God that was supposed to come upon me. I praise the name of Jesus for taking the wrath of God upon himself, and he, he was persecuted. He was, ooh, if you want to know how he was. 53rd chapter of Isaiah, 53rd chapter of Isaiah. I wish somebody would Amen. read out there when I get off the line and see what Jesus Christ went through. Now, if you can go through what Jesus Christ went through and do all this by yourself, then you got a right to go to heaven. But let me tell you, you ain't going to be able to do it. As a brother said, if the first time, if we had to go to the cross, we wouldn't even get to the upper room. We wouldn't even get Amen. to the Garden of Yosemite. We when they get right. to the the, uh, 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 the pinnacle where they whip Jesus, we'll be running trying to get away. Say, no, y'all ain't touching me. I ain't going. I don't want to take my own wrath. I don't want to take my own judgment. I don't want to. I don't want to resurrect myself. You will have to be able to do exactly what Jesus does in order for you to be saved. And since you can't do it, God sent His only Son through Him and took the wrath of God upon Himself and. They whooped him. They whipped Man, him. A... They spat upon him. They cut his flesh open. They pierced him with a, uh, a spear in his side. They nailed through his wrist the nails of what? The nails of God's wrath upon his own son. And he got so bad that Jesus Christ said, My God, my God, why has you forsaken me? Why has you left me and take the wrath of God for the sins of the world? And guess what? He took it. He took it, but it wasn't no picnic. It wasn't no outgoing. It wasn't no somebody going out there, laying their head against a, a peace tree, taking it easy. Jesus Christ took that pain. 
And that pain was far beyond that your our old puny mind could ever take. And the world is saying now that I really don't want that. I really don't need that. I can do without that because I believe I got my own religion. I got my own ways of believing that I can reach God. Well, you ain't got no way to reach reach God because the only way you can reach God, you got to come to the Lamb of God. You got to come to Jesus Christ because that's what He did. Listen what He did. He took the penalty, the wrath of God. He took it and nailed it to the cross. And mm. took it to the grave. And on the third day morning, he got up out the grave and said, Now all power is given into my right hand. And now the only name that can save anybody's soul is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is coming back to get up spotless church because he done paid the wrath of God up on him. He done shared his blood. He done had his body mutilated. He done had his body almost tantalized into a piece of hamburger. And he hung high and they stretched him wide. And he dropped his head between the locks of his shoulder and said, it is finished. And there's no more lamb. There's no more turtle dove. There's no more goats. There's no more there's no more right. bullocks. There's no more red heifers that's going to offer for sacrifice because Jesus, Jesus took it all. And when he took it all, he was able to give John revelation. When Christ died, when Christ died, revelation was written after the resurrection of Jesus Christ. All other books were written before Jesus Christ died. But after he was resurrected, now the sin, the penalty of sin was paid for, and now Jesus Christ is able to save those, and now he has written revelation through from Jesus Christ to John, John to the seven churches of Asia Minor, the church of Asia, all seven churches was supposed to give it to the world, and the brother already said the church has failed God, and I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed, and I'm guilty. You guilty. I don't care Amen. who you are, Amen. how long you've been saved. We're all guilty for failing God. But God said, I can save you in all your failures. And I thank God. Because I failed it, but he said, I still love you, Bazaar. I still died for your sins. And he told Amen. me, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, he said, Bizarre, you can be saved. And guess what? Bizarre got saved. God's not saved. Guess what? He said, I got you forever. I ain't going to never, I ain't going to never, I ain't going to never, I ain't going to never let you go because my blood has paid for your sins, your past sins, your present sins, and your future sins. My friends, we're getting ready to enter the book of Revelation. And the church will be in heaven. The church will be in heaven looking down on the judgment of the world that's going to occur in a short time. Not very long. Not very long. And like I said, you can be a a fool. You can be stubborn. You can be an ignoramus. You can be an atheist. You can be anything you want to be. But there is a day. There is a day. When you will have to stand between one of two judgments, you're going to have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ 
or you're going to have to stand before the great white throne. And That's I advise right. you now. I advise you now. I advise you tomorrow. I advise you coming. If I die, I'll come from the grave and advise you, don't be caught in the second resurrection. Because the second resurrection is for all the wicked people of the world that ever lived. They will stand before the great white throne for one reason. They rejected. They ignored it. They rebuked it. They denied it. And what did they deny? They denied the Bible. And what they did deny? They denied the 53rd chapter of Isaiah. Because Isaiah, Psalm 22, shows you the crucifixion of Jesus Christ because he died. And since he died, he paid the price. Now, if you think, if you think, Come on, that doctor. you can slide into heaven, offer your good looks, offer your money, after your car, your garage, after your lady friends, after your drinking, after your pornography, or after your homemongering, if you think you can slide on into heaven and lean on God's left ear and tell him, say, Lord, I, I tried. I, I did the best I could. I, I tried to accept you. I, I I I really I really really think you ought to give me a break, and the Lord mm. said, "I already don't gave you a break. I gave That's you right. the biggest break you will ever have, and that biggest That's break right. is He going to say to that individual, I died for you. That's I right. died for you. I died for your lying self. I died for your whoremongering. I died for Ooh. your gambling. I died for your uh, adultery. I died for your homosexuality. I died for that. And Come since on, you couldn't die for it, I died for it. Why? Because I love you. That's I right. love you. I don't want to see you go to hell. And hell is hot. Hell is long. Ooh. Hell don't have no color. Hell, hell is not prejudice. Right. Hey, hell will take anybody. Right. Ooh, anybody that ain't been born again, haven't accepted Jesus Christ, hell say, come on. I got something for you. And mm. guess what the world is doing? Hey, man, I'm going, I'm going to see you. I ain't want to go no heaven. I'm going to hell, brother, and I'm going to enjoy myself now. And when I get to hell, I'm going to see all my friends. Yeah, you might see them. But I tell you one thing, you'll never enjoy life again. That's right. Life would not be enjoyable like it is now. But if you go to hell, it's gonna be hell on top of hell, on top of hell, and more hell to come. And here you are talking about how bad and good looking you are. And the main thing is your soul is ugly. Your soul stinks That's without right. right. Your soul is a lying soul. Your soul is a backbiting soul. And God said, all souls are mine. And any soul that sinned, it shall die. And that means death. That means death. Separation from God. Now, that, that's bad enough. Separation from God for how long? Forever. My friends, listen to me. And I'm going to give it back to the brother. This is Brother Bazaar. I've been, I, I, I say this before, I've been preaching for 50, almost 58 years. 58 years I've been pounding. I've been trying to get everywhere I can go. And the, the best place that I can go now is on the Internet. 
because the churches don't want to hear this. The members don't want to hear this. They don't want to hear the second coming of That's Jesus right. Christ. They That's don't right. want to hear that. They want to stay here and mumble jumble around and try to live a full life without Christ and realize, that, hey, God, God is not going to tolerate with this. I'm going to tell you this for a fact. God is not going to tolerate with this stuff too much longer. God now is not jumping and shouting on his throne. He's not jumping and shouting. The only time he shouts is when one soul comes into Christ. That's it. And let me tell you, whoever's out there listening to me, you know you need Jesus Christ. Who are you trying to fool? You know you know you ain't right. You know you don't That's love it. like God's love. You know you trying you playing a hypocrite trying to be a Christian and you can't be a Christian and be a hypocrite at the same time. Either you love mm. one, hate the other, hate one and love the other. So why don't you make up your mind and come on in? Because war is already here. Middle East is already here. Russia's getting ready. Every AI robot. They're getting it ready to work on the image of the beast. They're working on it now, the image of That's the right. beast, because it's going to be an AI, half human, and have the, have, have the sense of a human and can talk like a human and think a little above a human in some, mm-hmm. in some way. They are going to fix that thing that they think that thing is actually a human robot. And it's not a human robot. It's diodes, and it's all kinds of mechanical and electronics put together, and man is fed programming into that, and it comes out like it's known exactly where it comes from. And, man, they're talking about it so much on YouTube. They're talking about it on TV. And now we're in that era where any time, any time, very soon, and I'm closing, the trumpet is going to sound. And the, That's right. The church, the church, the church, the God's church is going to be caught up. Don't let nobody tell you there's not no rapture. They're a lying wonder. The devil don't want no rapture. He hates the rapture because he knows mm-hmm. the rapture means I'm out of here. I'm out of way from him. Uh, he can have this world. He can have all the pleasures and lusts of this world. He knows I hate that, and he said, "I don't want, I don't want, I don't want bizarre to go. I don't want nobody saved to go. So God is going to take us through some more trials and tribulations. God ain't going to let you go through nothing more that you can bear. And I know one thing: this the world ain't going to be able to bear judgment when it comes down to the tribulation period, because there's going to be a whole lot of killing, bloodshed, and everything. Come on, church. Come on, preachers. Come on, deacons. Quit playing ho-hopping. Quit playing around. Come on, sister. Come on, come on. Get your heart right. And let God say, look, Lord, for God I live and for God I die. You've got to be saved. You need to be saved. In Jesus' name. Go, brother. Amen. It's all right, brother. That's all yours. Amen. Great worship. Amen. Amen. Deep words. Amen. It's, it's, it's time out. Amen. It's been time out, really. Especially in the last three years for what all of that has been revealed to us. I am so glad, amen, for the church family, the churches that I go to and preach to and minister to. I'm so glad that the church members are all woke now. And they are, they are seeing that the things that are coming to pass, amen, they even talk to me sometimes after the service, after the sermon. 
and they are aware of what time we're in. It's such a blessing to see that. Yes, and I it pray. is. Yes, it is. And I pray, and I pray, and I pray that so many churches, even the pastors, the leadership in the churches, as Christ says, John said, that the angels of the churches, the leadership of the churches, awaken. Christ sent this message for the church. Yes. And this is the time for the church to start, the leadership to start preaching the truth. We Come cannot, on, shall not, must not neglect this opportunity. This is such a great salvation. How can we neglect such a great salvation? Man, I, I can't sit and begin to, to just, I think about almost every day now, I think about what is heaven like. And really every day because when I'm listening to my music, amen, that's the main thing that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about is how worship in heaven is going to be. How Ooh, bound down before the king is going to be. How awesome. cashing our crowns at the feet of the lamb is going to be. I can't help but to imagine that and to think about that, how we're going to be out of here. How can we neglect such a great salvation? The reason why the scripture Paul wrote that's a great salvation because Paul knew what was opposite of salvation. If you don't get saved, hell, the lake of fire, the great tribulation, the tribulation is waiting on those souls. Those demons can't wait to get a hold of you. Come on, preacher. Those fallen angels, they can't wait to get a hold of you. They can't wait. They, they, they hate man so much, especially with the fact that, that God told Adam and Eve, they're going to give you a second chance. That's what he told them in the garden. But when he put him out, he said, I'm going to give you, you a second chance. You'll see mankind is not totally lost. And they are mad because Satan is mad, the fallen angels are mad, the demons are mad because they were born into this. They said they didn't have a choice. They were born into it. They don't have a choice. They go in the hell and the lake of fire, and they are unredeemable. Come Lord, on, have preacher. mercy. Have mercy. I want, y'all to, I want you all to hear what I'm saying today. Don't neglect such a great salvation. You know, it just it – just, I just does something to me when people mock God, when people just play God. Like, and, they, and what's, what makes matters worse is the world is asleep to where we are. We are so, so close. If we've never been close any other time, amen, as time keeps ticking, we're getting closer. It's inevitable. Closer and closer, brother. Closer yeah. and closer, doctor. Christ will return. Don't yes, you think will. for a second that Christ is not coming back? Oh, that ain't gonna, I mean, I've had, that's what they call themselves, to actually tell me stuff like, oh, that ain't going to happen in our lifetime. I said, brother, I, I had once upon a time believed that too until these, these last three years, these last recent events. Things are showing us that we are getting closer and closer daily. Then, you know, I had somebody tell me, oh, you're going you gonna to scare the church. Scare the church if the pastors would read and study their Bible and learn that revelation is a revealing of Christ. In other words, what is, what is revealing is Christ saving the church and his wrath, his judgments and punishments on sin. He ain't coming back to punish us, but that, but that just goes to show you that so many ministers and preachers and people in the leadership of the church 
are not studying the Bible. They're so focused on getting money, how much money can they make, how much money can they make. It's sad, bro. They're still doing the same thing in some of these churches. I have to walk out. The last church service I was at, some type of anniversary, the preacher is up there just, just lying. He, he keeps saying, oh, we need this amount of money. And when he get that amount of money, oh, I apologize. Uh, we need some more. See, you sitting there lying to the people in church because every time you say all you need is 50 to to $100, you get that. Then you turn around and say, we need to. Oh, well, God, now see, now you're lying. And then you have to know the law on God. God ain't even in there. See, that's Come just on, that's going on in the church. But see, they so caught up. And to, to this, this, this so-called prestige where I got money, I got a nice car, I got a nice house, I'm living large. They so much into these, these titles and these, these names and, and, and their positions and all this stuff and, and their associations with one another that they missing it. They just like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Yeah. They become bikers. They cannot see salvation. That's why Christ had to come because Israel was lost. They had lost the first love. They had lost the love. What does the Bible say? What are the two greatest commandments? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, yeah, the, yeah, the, all the heart, yeah. thy mind, and all thy soul. And the second commandment says to love thy neighbor as thy love yeah, thy that's it. Brother, they had forgot. They totally forgot all about that. They had, they had forgot all about love. They had put love aside because they was Israel. You couldn't tell them nothing. They were God's chosen people. They were God's chosen people. Yeah. But they wouldn't do right. They wouldn't, they wouldn't do right. right. Amen. They wouldn't do right, Come brother. On, so, so Christ said, you know what? Since y'all don't want to do right, we're going we're gonna to engraft. Amen. Amen. It, it, it's kind of like a draft. Amen. See, God naturally giving it to the children of Israel, but, but they wouldn't do right. They but like Paul right. said, if, if, if Israel be lost, Jacob would not lose his reward. Amen. My dad used to always say that when I was a child. He said, if Israel be lost, Jacob will not lose his reward. Don't you know if you decide not to get saved, the watchman on the wall, Edward Bazaar, has been preaching for 58 years. I've been preaching for about half that time, 23 years. Don't you know that we will not lose our rewards if you sit and say, I don't care what you say, I don't care how you say it. You ain't scaring me. I tell people I'm not trying to scare you. Come on, I love you, and I'm trying to 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 tell you something that's gonna save your soul for all eternity. Come on! Don't you know that Elder Bazaar won't lose his reward? Don't you know that 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 Tim the overseer won't lose his reward? We won't lose our reward if you choose not to get saved. If you choose to to turn a a, a, a uh, if you if you if you turn yeah, a blind yeah. eye and a yeah. deaf ear, amen, deaf ear and a blind, and act like you don't see us and hear us and you don't want them to do it, we're not gonna lose our reward. We no still God. gonna be at the bama seat of Christ, and He's gonna reward us for our good works, and we're gonna go on and we're gonna we're gonna enjoy heaven for all eternity. We're gonna Ooh, come back to the wee. earth, Hallelujah. and we're gonna enjoy. We, we're gonna rule with Christ for one thousand years. Well, I tell you all the time. I can't fathom a thousand years, brother. I've been on this earth for fifty years, fifty years, and that seems like that's been a long time to me. Because when I look back at my childhood, I said, "Boy, God has been good to me, to bless me to live all these years, fifty years." It's people older than me. The watchman on the wall, Amen. But this brother said he's seventy-eight. Amen. Look how long God has blessed him to be on this earth, and look how he's he got his health, 
His strength, he, he's mobile. He ain't on a cane. He ain't, he ain't something. He ain't got an oxygen tank with it. God is blessed. <laughs> Come on, preacher. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. See, I hadn't been down to the hospital. I told you I've been to the hospital about three weeks to a month ago. And, man, some of the, I've seen folks in their early 20s, look like, look, look like, look like people who are probably in their 60, 70, 80 years old. I'm talking about just sitting up there. Their life is just fading away. Fading away. Lord, Lord have mercy. Don't receive miss. salvation. Jesus. Man, all we could do is preach this gospel, pray for the lost. People are losing their lives every day. I hear on the news Amen. all the time somebody was kidnapped and killed. So a family was just killed the other week in our city, head-on collision. A baby was in the car, and a woman was pregnant with a child. The whole family was that was killed in a car. Lord, Man, Lord, let me sit here and tell you. The devil is mad, and I'm going to say that he's mad as hell because you want to know why? Them angels, them, them they mad as hell. You want to know why they mad? Because they know the time is almost up. And as Don't many souls that are ignoring God, you think he ain't sitting there accusing men? Oh, look, God, he ain't, he ain't studying you, God. Uh, they want to take them souls. All these souls on drugs that's partying and drinking and doing all this stuff. The man that, that ran into the family, everybody died. I think they said the man was driving. He was driving on the wrong side of the highway and ran into the family. I think he was drunk, they said. Everybody died. Lord, don't you know that the devil don't care about you? You will follow him, sell your soul to him, worship him, and he don't care nothing about you. In fact, He's they like the like the like the good doctor said they setting up laughing at you. You want to know why? Because they can't wait to get you in hell. They can't wait to get you, so for you to come to the lake of fire with them. They setting up laughing at you, and that's sad that people ain't got sense enough to see that. They ain't got sense on, enough preacher. to get saved. Come on. I just have to see. Amen. I, I had to throw my out of my old man. He, that's how he used to preach. He said folks don't even have sense enough to get saved because the devil don't love you. He don't mean you no good, and you mean to tell me you want to serve somebody like that? That's Come on, not even preacher. They, they, they cutthroat, they dirty, they cannot. You see it all the time in the world, how these folks will be same gang, same drug dealers and drug lords. They all killing one another. They don't care. They'll kill their own people. You see some of these gangs and mafia, they'll kill their own people. They cutthroat. They'll kill their own family members. And Come it on. just... It, it, brother, it always makes me wonder, and I, and I know I'm, I'm going to get to Revelation 16, but I just got to say this. It makes me wonder, what are you following for? For what? Why am I going to follow you to hell? For what? You ain't going to take me to hell. See, the angels that was in heaven that didn't follow Satan, they were smart. They said, oh, you you going to get us that easy. Amen. Said he took a third, which means that, mean that the majority of the angels are still in heaven. Yeah. Oh, you wasn't going to get us. Amen. Yeah. He wasn't going to get us. Amen. He got one third. He didn't get all of them, but he got he got, he no, got he quite didn't. a few. He didn't get all of them, but the, the rest of them like, no, nah, that's all right. We ain't going to hell with you. <laughs> that was smart. And then we ain't going to hell. He's going to take us to hell. And you're Come sure he's going to take us to the lake of fire. For eternal punishment? For what? Don't you know that the time that, that Lucifer and those angels fell from heaven? Compared to what they got to serve is all eternity. Their sentence is a life sentence, all eternal life in the lake of fire and brimstone. And you mean to tell me 
this little joy that you have, it's not going to seem like a blink of an eye in time. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It, it, it ain't even worth it. Amen. Amen. Let me let me get back to the scripture. Revelation, the All 16th right. chapter. Amen. I want to. Uh, amen. Have to go on my rent right there, brother. Amen. Have to go, go ahead, on my rent. brother. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read some of these scriptures. I'm gonna get, get back to the brother. Revelation 16 and 2 says, "And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a noisome and grievous sore." Upon, upon the men, notice that the word says men in the in, in the scripture. Anytime you see M-E-N, if you look it up in the Greek, it's translated to mean men, women, or mankind. That means whoever's on this earth that has received the mark of the beast. Man, let me tell you something. And I got to say this, brother. The devil, ain't, oh. he ain't got no new tricks. He's doing the same thing he's been doing since the beginning. He told the angels in heaven, he promised them something. He lied to them. He came down to earth to Adam and Eve. He promised them something. He lied to them. <laughs> Come on, man. Fix it. He going 6,000 years strong. He, he promising folks something, and he lied to them. He lied. He lied. He tried to lie to Christ. What did he tell him? Christ said, get thee behind me, Satan. Come on, say, come on, brother, come on. God, it was right. it wasn't worth on Christ. That's all, cause see, he know that he know the devil ain't nothing but a lie. He's a father of lies. Yeah. And don't you know in the great tribulation that he gonna do the exact same thing in the mark of the beast? He gonna tell people, man, look at here. If if you get this mark, you'll be able to continue to be able to do business. You can buy. You can say you go buy your new home, a new car, your car. You go on as if the world hadn't even changed. You 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 can you can sell. You go, if you if you got a business, you can sell and make money. You can buy and sell. You can do whatever you need to do comfortably, without any problems. But see, the devil knows that his time is short. He it's knows short. that within three and a half years it's going to be over. But see. The folks that serving Satan and rejecting Christ, they don't know. They thinking, oh man, we're gonna live for a thousand years, and we got the new church, the new world, one world government. We got the one world religion. We got it going on. We buying, we selling, we living, we living large, we making money. The devil's lying to you, just like he lied to the folks that yes, sold their soul for the lie. past six thousand years, just like he lied to Adam and Eve in the garden, just like he lied to the fallen angels in heaven. He lying to you today. He lying to you. He lying to you. If you want to continue to follow his darkness, all I can say is may Lord have mercy on your soul. Because once you close your eyes on this side, once it's done on this side, you won't get this chance again. As you hear the words of my voice, receive salvation today before it is too late. Amen. Now watch Amen, this. brothers. Amen. It says, and there fell a noisome and grievous sword upon the men which had the mark of the beast, and upon them which worshipped his image. The brothers just yeah. talked about the AI. They've been having this artificial until they've been talking about how they can make famous stars that are passed on, dead and gone. They got these great, uh, uh, they call them holographic image of them. Yeah, That's yeah, the beast yeah. Gonna be. It's going to either be a machine, a computer-like machine, or a holographic. It may be both. But it's controlled by artificial intelligence, like the brother said. It's going to act like a human, talk like a human, react like a human, but it's yeah, going to be a human. Yeah, yeah. 
It's coming. I'm telling it's you, coming. Their, greatest, their greatest tricks they have yet to reveal. Amen. The the greatest Come weaponry on. they have yet they got they got technology that was given to them by the fallen angels. Don't you think that they did this themselves? They ain't Come that smart. on. They got this technology from fallen angels. The fallen angels have told them for hundreds of years and thousands of years, amen, how to build this stuff, and they hide in the best. And they think this stuff is going to work, but it's going to fail against Christ when Christ comes back. Now watch this. Amen. Watch this. i got to read verse 3 real quick. And the second angel pulled out his vial upon the sea. There it is. And it became as the blood of a dead man. And every living soul died in the sea. Why would you want to be here than all this? Lord, this is going to be the great judgment, the great tribulation. This is the wrath of God. This is the wrath of God. Yes, it is. Amen. It's going to be it's going to be a stench. Every ocean, every body of water on the earth is going to turn to blood. The fish is going to die. So you know how fishes can have a strong odor. I remember my dad and used to scale them fish. We used to eat the fish. They used to cut the head off. And my brother used to have to take the bones and the heads of the fishes and throw it in the dumpster. And you can smell that the cats from around the community will come to the trash can and get them cats, them, them, I'm sorry, them dead fishes. And you can smell it real bad. So can you imagine the stench? Men going to die at sea, those dead bodies, the water, the fish in the ocean, all the, 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 the lively, the live, whatever is alive in the ocean is going to die. Lord have mercy. i tell you one thing. It's no longer limited to one-third of the sea, but all of it. All of it. Man, I tell you, if you, wanna, if you think you can weather the storm of the tribulation, you go right ahead. I don't recommend that nobody do it. Because I, I keep hearing these, all these folks talking about, oh, we got food that, that can last in these little storages for months and years, and, and we're going to get some food. We got bunkers. They commercializing uh-uh. this stuff. You think these uh-uh. folks don't know what's about to happen? You got the folks uh-uh. that's controlling this world. They know what's about to go down. But they didn't yeah. sold sold the Satan. They're so in love with themselves. They're so in love with money that they're not going to turn to serve God. They're going to turn. They are going Lord to continue to serve the devil Lord until, the, until, until the end. They're going to, they're going to, they, until the ship sinks. They're going, all, they're going all out, guns blazing with the devil. Lord Don't you know you can't prepare yourself for the stuff that's about to happen on this earth? There Come won't on. be no water to drink. The food is already going to be expensive, and it's going to be scarcity. So all of the folks that, that's got a lot of money is going to be able, be able to afford food. See, it's not going to hurt millionaires that much to pay uh, $100 or a couple hundred dollars or $100 for a day meal. They got, they got the money. You know, people mm-hmm. got $50 million, $100 million in the bank. Mm-hmm. They can survive mm-hmm. seven years like that. Because that's how well the, the, church, the, the tribulation will be. It's going to be seven years. Amen. Most of them ain't gonna know it. They ain't gonna know how long it's gonna last. But I'm just saying, gas prices are gonna probably be super high. We think gas prices are high. Now you think you complain about gas now? Come then on, you gotta get to the market of the beach just to buy and sell. Lord have Come mercy. on, come on. And it says every living soul died in the sea. In the sea. That's both man and animal. Why would you want to be here? Verse four says, and the third angel pulled out his vial upon the rivers and fountains of water, and they became blood. And I heard an angel of the waters say, 
Thou art righteous, O Lord, which art and was and shall be, because thou hast judged thus. Don't you know that man is ruining the sea? They're killing the 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 the, the animal life, the sea life. Yeah, yes, they, are. they are destroying this planet. The, the the wicked so-called, I'll call them the so-called elite. They ain't elite. They're the so-called elite. The the so-called Illuminati, the ones that serve Satan on the highest level, they don't care. They only care about themselves. and, and They yeah. know that that, yeah. that, that, that yeah. they got enough money for them and their fans. They got enough food for them and their fans. They got bonkers and that go deep into the earth. They got underground cities that they know that they're going to run and escape to. Come on. But guess what? Ain't no running, ain't no escaping from the judgment that's about to hit this planet. The great on, tribulation of the last three and a half years that Christ is Christ going to judge sin. He's going to punish them. Let's say it like he's going to judge them and punish them because the wickedness that they've done under this Luciferian rule. Watch with verse 6. Amen, brother. Watch with verse Come 6. Come on, seven, brother. Six. Come on. For talk they about it. have shed the blood. Oh, here we go. Watch what it say here. For they have shed the blood of what? Saints and prophets. And that has given them blood to drink. For they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, the Lord Almighty, true and righteous, are thy judgments. Amen. Yeah. A few more minutes, I'm going to get back over to the brother. Go ahead, I gotta brother. Say this. And, and, and I'm going to continue Revelation, the 16th chapter. We're going to finish because, man, it gets good. Because we talk about the battle of Armageddon. They think that they are ready for Christ. They got the, 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 these weapons that the technology has been given to them by demons and fallen angels. Because the fallen angels have taught the demons, which are their children, the evil spirits. And they have taught mankind stuff that they were not supposed to share with men. And they think they're going to be ready for Christ. They own all the armies, the largest battle on earth is going to be Armageddon. All nations will gather together to try to fight, take on Christ. And we're going to be with him because when we come back with Christ at the end of the tribulation, we're going to be with him. Now, this is what's funny to me because I heard somebody say on social media that, that, uh, that the saints are going to go through the tribulation, and at the end of the tribulation, we're going to be called up. I said, that don't make any sense. That's never made. I've heard that for a long time. That's that never made any sense be because it, it, what sense does it make for us to be caught up and come right back immediately with Christ? That don't even make any sense. I mean, no, like, why don't no. we just stay here? And then, but we might always just stay. We didn't went through the tribulation. We might just stay on earth. But that's just going to show that people don't read and study, and they don't pray. They don't use, they're not following the Holy Spirit. They're not letting the Spirit lead them. We will be caught or we will be gone. And at the end of the seven-year period, after the tribulation, he has kept us from the hour of his wrath. We will come yeah. back with Christ. Amen. We yeah. will come back with Christ. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And, and, and um, I was going to say uh, verse 7. That's why I was verse, verse 7. And I'm going to give it to the brother. And it said, I heard out of the altar say, even so. Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. Why? For six, for for thousands and thousands of years, the saints have been martyred, been killed, mistreated, and God's judgment is righteous and true. It's coming. It's gonna happen. It's coming to this plan. Y'all might as well get ready. If you don't want to be with us, Amen. We're gonna be praying for you. All right. You don't. 
that you don't die and leave this world, or that, or that you don't get caught in the great tribulation. Lord, Go ahead, Lord. Lord, 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 have mercy on us. We thank the Lord for this, this yes, message Lord. tonight. We, we, yes, what we're trying Lord. to do, we ain't trying to frighten nobody. We're just trying to warn right. you. Come on, doctor. We ain't, try, we ain't trying to scare the hell out of you. We're just trying to Come warn on. you. We're trying to tell you out of love. We're not beating nobody down. We're not condemning nobody. Uh, Come on, the reason doctor. why, because Jesus Christ is not a condemner. Jesus Christ is what? A reviver. He's revived your soul from what? What's getting ready to come on the planet. God don't want to bring judgment upon you. That's why he died on Calvary's cross to take your judgment. Now, if you want to take your own judgment, that's your priority. You have a right. You have a right to accept Jesus Christ, and you have a right to reject Jesus Christ. You make the choice. The only thing we're doing is telling what God is going to do for those that live righteous, and he's going to give those that know him as a partner of the sin, and he's going to tell those those that live wicked what the outcome of this. So you got a choice. And see, I don't be ready to beat down religion. Beat down religion will drive you right to hell. Because who a beat down religion have driven more people to hell than anything can shake a stick at. Because Christianity is not a beat-down religion. Christianity is love and forgiveness of sin. And let, let, let Christ come into your life. Let him rule your life. Let him talk to you. Let him relate to you. Let him uh, 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 give you the blessings that uh, you don't deserve, but he wants to give it to you anyway because he loves you so much. The devil really only has, listen what the devil has, he only got about seven more years. I'm talking about how much time the devil got left to rule this world. And the last seven years, he's going to rule it 95.5. He's going to have control of all the world. What's that? He's going to have control of the religious system. He's going to have control of the political system. He's going to have control to a economical system. And it's all working as God gave him the plan to do it. God is going to let Satan rule the last seven years on this planet. And then after mm-hmm. that, it's all over, over. You know what? Over the hill, over the bank, over. Satan knows that he has that but much time. So that's why the world is in such shape it is now. And it is in bad shape. It is right. bad shape. It's more, it's more worse than a junkyard. Woo, in a junkyard, if you've ever been in a junkyard, you see all kind of cars, all kind of cars. You don't know the name of them. You, you just see motors are missing, wheels are missing, everything. You seem like junk hanging around in the trunk, in the front seat. It's just a mess. But Satan, Satan is more worse than that. He don't make junk out of people's souls. He don't have That's people right, right now. Cuss God in a minute. Cuss God out of mind. They're denying just like no. Why? Because Satan has control of men's mind and men's heart because the world has given the devil the power to do that because they won't come to Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ, you don't have no power to resist his his temptation. you got to have the power of the Holy Ghost. I know what I'm talking about now. I wasn't born yesterday, and I wasn't hatched from under a rock. 
You got to have some power Amen. in your life today in order to resist all what Satan is bringing on. And guess what? Everything that you see today is going to get worse. Pornography is going to get worse. Racial discrimination is going to get worse. Child pornography is going to get worse. Killing and drinking and lying and cheating and whoremongering is going to get worse. It's going to get so bad that it's going to disrupt you in your thinking. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, you're going to be crying out, Lord, help me, help me, help me. Why? Because you cannot take this out of a natural life. You've got to have some power. And the only power that I know, I'm telling you what I know. I ain't guessing at it. I ain't wrote no book about it. I'm telling you what I know. You've got to have Jesus Christ in your life today in order order to know what Satan is bringing on. He's bringing on some stuff that the health department is running away from. He's going to bring on some stuff that the uh, IRS, the FBI, it's going to say what in the world is going on because the devil is getting ready to take full control of humanity. He can't take control of the world because God controls the world. Woo! He's the one that causes it to spin around the sun. He's the one that causes day and night. Only thing the devil has power, he has power enough to kill, run, That's right. and destroy. That's all he got. He ain't got nothing else. Oh, you talking about he got a big house. I got a big house. I got a big car. I got a good education. My children are doing good. Oh, you can do well on top of well on top of well. But the world is coming, getting ready to collapse. The political system is already collapsed. The financial system is already collapsed. The religious system is going to hell in a handbasket because so many people got so many ways and so many religions and so many occults, the you the uh, uh, the Baphonets and the Baals and the uh, the Astra and the Illuminatis and the New World Order and the Masonry, all these are the demonic demons. These demons are working twenty four seven, and their plan is is to control the world and the population. And the devil said, "I got somebody. I got somebody in the background." That's called the Antichrist. The Antichrist now is on the earth. He's alive today, my brother. And if I'm lying, I tell you, if I'm lying about it, I want you to, if you if you know anything about prayer, if I'm lying and not telling you the truth, you can make a prayer and say, Lord, let fire fall on Brother Bazaar if he's telling a lie. Uh, let let fire fall on me if I'm telling you a lie. The Antichrist is here today. He is waiting for what? He is waiting for the rapture. The rapture has to occur before he comes on the scene. Because when he comes on the scene, he's going to have all his IAs and computer systems all set up to rule the world for a period of seven years because the first seven the first seven years or the first three and one and a half years is going to be a semi-pace, and he's going to cause a great deception to fall upon the people. And the last three and one and a half years, Amen. the last three and one and a half years, let me tell you something. If you're here in the last three and one and a half years, the only hope you got, the only hope you got, is to fall down on your knees 
and call out on the name of Jesus Christ that you can escape the mark of the beast. You you would have to receive your death sentence by the guillotine in order to enter the kingdom of God by faith in Jesus Christ and knowing that this year that's coming belongs to the devil because God has never charged nobody. Huh? He has never charged nobody to worship him. And if he, you didn't worship him, he didn't say he's going to cut off your water. He's going to cut off your, your bank account. So the devil said, the only way I get people to worship me is to let them know if they don't have materialistic gangs of the world, they don't have their car, don't have their money, they can uh, worship me because I'll be able to have power to give it to them. Well, see, Jesus Christ said, I, I don't want nothing. I want you to do this. I want you to repent. I want you to turn from sin. I want you to quit going to church thinking uh, that, that going to church is going to save your soul because going to church is not going to save your soul. It never have. It never will. It wasn't fixed that way. The only thing you got to say is say, thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross and paying the penalty for my sins. Isaiah said there's a tender plant growing up out of a dry ground. And this tender plant is none other than Jesus Christ because he took the bond, he took the spruffing, he took the whips, uh, he took the spitting on, he took the kitten, he took the nails in his hand. He took all that because sin is destruction and sin tried to destroy Christ. But let me tell you something, Satan, your blue foot. You, you, you con, you old dirty rat, you, you, you double-talking, backbiter. Right. You lost the battle. You lost. You lost so bad that you're trying to get everything that tried to belong to God. But those that have been born again, let me tell you something. Here's, here's the good stuff. Those that have been born again, Satan cannot unsave you. He cannot take the salvation that God has given you. And bring That's you right. to hell. He cannot. He Come can't on. touch that blood. The blood of That's Jesus right. is more Come powerful on. than an atomic bomb. It can save you to the utmost. And That's I right. tell Amen. you right now, he saved my soul to the utmost. And he can save my soul. I know he can save you. And he can save you by doing this simple confession. Confess with your mouth. Tell the world. Tell your mama, tell your daddy, tell your sister, tell your enemies, tell the devil himself face to face. I confess, I admit, I feel it, I see it, I I can understand, and I believe that Christ died for my sins. And That's since right. he died for my sins, I ain't going to give up nothing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to repent of my sins. And when I repent, I'm going to turn away from sin and believe upon the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that you confess with your mouth, believe with your heart, that God raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Not might be, not thinking about it. I'm going to be saved. I am saved today. Because don't go to bed tonight. Please don't go to bed tonight. And you don't know Jesus Christ. You could die in your sleep. And death. Is roaring through this land like a roaring lion, seeking who he may devour. This is Elder Bazaar. 
This is this is Brother Tim Jackson. He's coming from uh, LaBuck, Texas. I'm coming from Warren, Ohio. We're gonna continue to be on. I'll be on tomorrow night. I want to let you know, Amen. Get, get, know, know the Lord for yourself. Know the Lord for yourself. Jesus Christ is absolutely coming again to get a church without a spot or wrinkle. Go ahead, brother. Amen. Amen. All glory be to the most high. Amen. This hour is closing. Amen. We will be back on the air. Amen. Tomorrow afternoon, I believe it's 4 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. East Coast Time. That means it will be 2 p.m. West Coast Time if you're out in the California area, uh, out on the West Coast, uh, Washington area. We will be on tomorrow afternoon preaching this gospel. Amen. We will continue to preach this this word and spread the gospel. We pray that more listeners will tune in. Amen. I am praying and believing God that we reach more people. Amen. Because it's it's this is not just Wait. something that cannot be overlooked. Let your friends know. Let your family know. Let 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 your loved ones know. Even let your enemies know that we are on the earth. And like the brother said, we're not here to scare anyone. And I, now I've actually been told that. You know, I thought I preached one time in church, this lady told me, she said, you scared the mess out of me, amen. And I said, you know, I, and I told her, I just said, you know, I, I said, if you believe in God, amen, there's nothing to be afraid of. And that's what yes, we right. have to there you go. know, that if you believe in God, there's nothing for you to be afraid of. The wrath of God is not towards us that love him, amen. His punishment. Yeah, and judgment is not towards the saints. It's towards the wicked. It's towards those on, who are rejected God. They don't want nothing to, to do with God. They, they've, turned the, uh, they've turned their back on. I mean, they just don't want nothing to do with God. Don't we're, talking about, we're talking about the fall in the way of the church. And if you read, if you look that up, because I've heard so many preachers misinterpret that. They, they believe that the fall in the way means People who have gotten saved are going to turn turn away from the church. That's not what that means. No, the fall away no. from the church means that those people, the world will reject God even more. In other words, they don't want nothing to do with God. Amen. Yeah. That's what that means. They're going to reject God even more. More and more people will reject God. Uh, me and my brother was talking, and um, he was saying, he said he remembered a time where he used to witness to people. He said people would at least, you know, at least listen to him. But now people won't even listen to him. I said, brother, you're right. No. Because I remember trying to witness to this one brother, and he got a little hostile. And that's just the way that the world is going. It's the world that we're in now. People don't even want to hear you now. They would at least take a little ear. Or if you had a pamphlet or something, you hand them out some, they at least take the brochure. Now yeah, the, world, yeah. the world is so full of pride. People are so full of wickedness and evil. And this is because the evil spirits are, are running rampant. And I'm going to tell you, there are some demons, amen, that can't wait to get out, can't wait to be loose during the tribulation. Amen. But we will not be here for that. I'm going to share a scripture with you. Um, Like I said, it it amazes me that people will even call themselves a preacher to say things like, we are going to go through the tribulation. I'm like, brother, where do you get that from? I have not read any scripture in the Bible that has encouraged me to believe that the church will be here. In fact, there are more scriptures that say that the church will be kept or the church will be removed 
Then it says we'll be. I haven't run across one yet, but have you run across one brother that said that we will be here? I haven't. God. I have not went to. It. <laughs> I have not. I have to say, I ain't ran to that. Amen. But I want to read to you Second Peter, the second chapter, verse nine. Uh, I want to share these scriptures with you before I close out. In fact, I'm going to read Second Peter, second chapter, verse four first. It says, for if God spared not the angels that sin, Come on. but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to yeah. be reserved unto judgment. Now, the book of Enoch talks about that, how these angels were cast down, and these angels was pleading. They pleaded to Enoch to go to God, go before God, and ask God that they be, be uh, uh, free. Now, you you didn't sin. You didn't came down and slept with women. You didn't call demons to to eat humans and animals and have sex with humans and animals and did all this sin in Rome. Let me tell you something. Ain't much more different than us and angels. They're a little higher than us, but they have feelings just like us. They fear. They cry. They have feelings just like us. They They did not want to be cast down to hell and go through judgment. Now, Come watch on, preacher. And verse 5 says, and spread not the old world, but save Noah, the eight persons, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. Now, now it says, verse 6 says, and turning the city of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that after should live ungodly. Verse 7 says, and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversations of the wicked. Now it says, delivered just Lot. So Lot was delivered. Lot and them did not go through the fire and brimstone in, the, uh, in Sodom and Gomorrah. Noah, Noah went through the flood, but he wasn't in the flood. Amen? Amen. Says, For that righteous man dwelling among them. And seeing and hearing vex his righteous soul from the from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Now watch what verse Come 9 on. says. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations. Come on, and preacher. to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be yeah. punished. So he said to deliver the godly out of temptation. Do you know how tempted you're going to be in the tribulation? Rob and steal. Ain't going to be no food. You can't feed your family. What you going to do? God is not going to tempt you to go rob, steal, and hurt somebody to feed your family. We won't even be here. There's a-